the top workplace distractions, how you can avoid them, part two. That's what we're talking about today. So keep listening. Welcome to the Gen X Career Show, the only podcast designed specifically for the Gen X professional who wants to start a new chapter, finally finding passion and fulfillment in the work that they do every day. I'm your host, Kay Kirkman. Now let's get started. To the Gen X Career Show. My name is Kay Kirkman, and I am back for another episode. And today is a continuation, a part two of an episode that I did last week, which was how to avoid the top five workplace distractions. So today we're going to go through an additional five workplace distractions for you to avoid. And also I'll give you a bonus distraction that you'll want to avoid. So let's get right to it. The first, multitasking. Multitasking is number one when you are working in your career passion or working towards your career passion, working towards any goal or dream, these distractions come up as well. So multitasking. Multitasking is very controversial because so many people feel that, yes, you don't know what you're talking about, Kay. I can multitask. I'm an expert multitasker. Well, studies over and over have shown that there's no such thing as multitasking. And what's happening actually when you're multitasking is you're not doing multiple things at once. You're not. (laughs) You're not. You're actually doing maybe one or two things at the same time, and then you're rapidly switching between tasks. You're not multitasking. You're doing multiple tasks very quickly in succession. And the worst part about it is you're not really focusing on any one thing, which causes errors, causes mistakes, and actually ends up slowing you down. So as much as possible, when you're doing a task, make that the task that you're doing. Like I'm not recording this podcast and checking my phone and doing something else. No, I'm present to what I'm doing right now. I'm talking to you. And that's what I'm doing. And you'll find that when you're more organized and you calendar plan everything out, then you set aside a specific time for each task that you need to do. So multitasking, number one. Number two, coworkers. Now, this is very similar to one that we went over last week, a distraction that we went over last week, which was people interruptions. But coworkers, this is very broad. So if you, for example, work at home, or if you're an entrepreneur, then you could look at this as friends calling you, or even people that you work with virtually calling you, sending you a direct message, taking you off focus of whatever it was that you were going to do. Now, if you're actually in the workplace, this could look like conversing with your empl- with your employees, uh, colleagues, business partners. We know that this is essential for building relationships at work. But if you are spending time with your coworkers or with your friends when you're supposed to be working on finding your career passion, researching possible 
roles that you would like. And instead, you're gossiping about the Johnny Depp, you know, Amber, I don't even know her last name. Uh, this trial, this Johnny Depp, Johnny and Amber trial, or you're gossiping about the Kardashians or something else, or the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Too much of that obviously is going to just throw you off and take you off task. So try this. If someone engages you in a conversation, if someone engages you in a conversation and you're busy, politely tell them that you just don't have the talk, time to talk, but you can catch up during lunch, you can catch up after work over drinks, and you can also send out signals without saying anything by actually wearing headphones or, you know, if you're at home, you can silence your phone or put it on focus mode for the time that you want to be working on a specific task. I always do that. I put my phone in do not on do not disturb mode when I am focused on something for a period of time. And then afterwards, I'll check my phone and get back to whoever it was that reached out. So coworkers can be a big distraction. Oh, this is this one is this one is rough. Number three. Hmm. Micromanagement. Micromanagement. Have you ever worked for a micromanager? Someone who is just bound and determined not to let you have the power to do something after they've given you the power to do something, i.e. they have given you a task, they've shown you how to do the task, they've told you how to do the task, but through every single step of the process of the task, they're checking in with you or they're telling you how you could tweak it or change it or do this or do that. You know, I have worked for a couple of micromanagers and for some of them, I don't know if they really knew that they were micromanaging. I think that they were, and I'm using my air quotes, being helpful along the process. But first of all, so what I find is micromanagement is a huge distraction, takes you off task as well as it also disempowers you as an employee. So if you're being micromanaged, it could be part of the reason why you're trying to find your career passion somewhere else because that type of behavior, like I said, it devalues you and your abilities and your confidence a lot of times. When micromanagement happens, it doesn't encourage ownership of the project, of whatever it is that you're working on. And, you know, even though giving up control is not easy, you need to be in an environment where you're allowed to do your own thing, allowed to even make mistakes because that's how you learn. So if you're someone who micromanages or if you're being micromanaged, both sides of the coin, you need to have a conversation because that's definitely going to be detrimental to your to your progress. And then the next distraction is everyday distractions. So when I say everyday distractions, I mean things like hunger or daydreaming or being bored. Just when you're doing your task at work. So again, this could either be if you're an entrepreneur, you're working from home, or if you're in the office, 
This distraction is really just those things that happen when we have an idle mind and we're just thinking about, you know, we're supposed to be working, but our mind is elsewhere. So like I said, that could be hunger, that could be daydreaming, that could be shopping, you know, online shopping on Amazon. And a lot of times what happens is when when we have that kind of a distraction, I think it's best to, once again, go back to your calendar, right? Because if you calendar plan something and it's all in there in the calendar, then it's going to be harder for your mind to wander with daydreaming or wanting to get a snack. All of that is really a deflection of what you're really supposed to be doing. So we'll name that distraction just general distractions of daydreaming, online shopping, all of that stuff. Again, go back to the calendar and make sure you're really clear on what it is that you have to get done. The next one is just strict policies that you might have at work. What I'm talking about might look like not giving you a grace in terms of coming in late, even like five minutes late, right? Because they're so on to the policy, they meaning your employer, about getting into work at a certain time. The other thing this could look like is having to be back from lunch at a certain time or having to go to lunch at a certain time. All of these things can end up being a distraction. And if your workplace is totally inflexible, and for example, you can't go to lunch at your regular time because you have to pick up your kid at school, and they're so rigid on the on that policy, then that's going to be an added distraction, distraction to you and also probably cause you not to love your job as much. So as an employer, just be mindful that you know, people do have lives outside of work. And if you're in a situation where you're under a really strict policy of some sort, definitely time to have that crucial or hard conversation with your supervisor because that can be a major distraction. The next one is a is a fan favorite. That next one is meetings. Meetings. What a distraction meetings have become. People will schedule meetings to meet about having a meeting. There'll be a meeting about the agenda of a meeting that hasn't even happened yet. Or I love, my favorite is the meeting with no agenda where everyone just comes in and it's a free-for-all. Meetings. Meetings can be a huge distraction. If you are the one in charge of creating meetings, I suggest thinking really long and hard about the purpose of the meeting the time frame of the meeting, the duties that are assigned during the meeting. So someone to t- keep the time, someone to take the minutes, someone to record. Making it as organized of a process as you possibly can is going to be key in keeping meetings from being a distraction. You know, a lot of times meetings are held and they're not even really necessary. You know, they're distracting, they're distracting, they're time suckers. Time is lost because people are pulled away from their work and then forced to sit in a meeting for an hour, even though they don't necessarily have to be in attendance. So if it 
all possible. As I said, if you're the one arranging a a meeting, if you're the one arranging a meeting, you want to be real clear about what that meeting is about. And if you find yourself having to go to a lot of these meetings that are unnecessary or ones you don't have to be with, again, a crucial conversation with your supervisor to talk about what the expectations are and if there could be an alternative for you attending a meeting that you don't want to really be involved in, because that can be a huge, huge, huge distraction. And then the bonus, the bonus distraction is decision fatigue, decision fatigue. So if you can't, if you can't make decisions, if you can't make decisions, that is going to create a huge, huge, huge distraction for you, distraction for you in the workplace and just in life in general. You know, in his famous book, Napoleon Hill said in his book, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill talked about decisions. And he talked about how decisions were one of the highest indicators of success. And successful people make decisions quickly and change them very slowly, if at all. And so if you're unable to make decisions, if you're consistently indecisive, it's going to be a huge, huge, huge distraction in your life and also in the workplace. Being unable to focus or take action is the price for not making decisions. Another thing that's interesting is a lot of times when I, you know, I just talked about how successful people make decisions quickly. If you ever notice some of the richest, wealthiest people in the world always wear the same thing. They always wear the same thing. Like if you look at Mark Zuckerberg, if you look at Warren Buffett, and one of the reasons that's stated for this is it eliminates decision-making. If every day I'm going to wear a white t-shirt and khakis, then that's one less decision I have to make. And just think about people like that, like how many decisions they have to make on a daily basis. So think about your decision-making process. Are you quick to make decisions or do you hem and haw and go back and forth? And how do you feel like that is impacting your level of distraction in the workplace? So again, as much as you can reduce the number of decisions that you make daily, you can cut down on some of this, 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 this decision fatigue distraction. And like I said, Barack Obama, Steve Jobs, and Mark Zuckerberg, they all do this by wearing the same outfits every day. Another suggestion is to prep your meals for the week or delegating tedious responsibilities and automating specific tasks like canned email responses and scheduling appointments. So once again, those next five distractions that we definitely want to avoid, right? The first one is multitasking. Even though you think you're doing it, you're not. So as much as possible, make sure that you're focusing on just one thing at a time and use your calendar as your best friend to schedule to the minute 
everything that you're doing during the during the workday. The next one is coworkers, coworkers interrupting you to talk about the latest gossip, the latest news. Cut down on the banter during the workday as much as possible. And if it's an issue, have that conversation politely with the coworker to say, this is not a good time, but we can schedule a time to chat. The next one is micromanagement. If you are a micromanager or if you're being micromanaged, if you're a micromanager, know that you're disempowering your subordinate or your employee. And it is not adding to their productivity. In fact, it, it, is, it is a distraction. And if you're the one being micromanaged, again, time to have those crucial conversations because being micromanaged can make you feel a sense of disempowerment and distract you from the task at hand. The next one is just general distractions. So hunger, daydreaming, online shopping, all of those little things we do to avoid what we need to be doing. And again, with that, just being very clear on what the tasks are for the day and making sure that you focus yourself in short work bursts. So don't try to work too long without a break. Allow yourself to take the breaks and that's going to cut down on these distractions that really come from just boredom and trying to avoid what you're supposed to be doing. And the next one, strict policy. So again, if you're an employer and you are hardcore about getting into work at a certain time or taking a break at a certain time or going to lunch at a certain time, within reason, see how much flexibility that you can add in there. And if you're an employee and you're dealing with that type of a distraction of being under these very strict guidelines at work, time to have a conversation again with your supervisor or your manager. And then meetings, 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 the big time sucker, the big distraction of meetings. If you are holding meetings, make sure that they are necessary meetings and make sure the parties that are in attendance have to be there. And if you're someone who's going to meetings that you don't feel are appropriate for you or that are taking you off task and distracting you, you want to have a conversation about that. And also when you do that, make sure that you state a strong case as to why you should not have to be at the meeting or you can watch a replay or something to that nature. You don't want to just say, I don't want to attend this meeting because it's a time sucker and time waste and nobody's ever organized and it, people always ramble and no, 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 no. You don't want to do that. You want to have a good case as to why you don't think you should attend and you want to make sure that whoever you're talking to knows that you are up to speed on the information. You just don't feel that it's necessary for you to attend the meeting. And then of course, that bonus one that I threw in there was decision fatigue. As much as possible, make decisions quickly and change your mind slowly, if at all. And make sure that as much as possible, you set up your life and your systems so you can make the least amount of decisions possible during the day. Take a page out of the book of Barack Obama, Steve Jobs, and Mark Zuckerberg, and organize certain things in your life on autopilot to cut down on all those decisions you might have to make during the day. So that is what I have for you today. 
If you missed anything, you can listen to the episode again or just go to my website, yourgenxcareer.com. While you're there, there are so many things you can do. First of all, you can see all 12 of the top workplace distractions. You can sign up to have a discovery call with me if, in fact, you are looking to find your career passion. And you can also see all the previous episodes or see and listen to all the previous episodes of the podcast, as well as find out a little bit more about me and what we do over here at Your Gen X Career. But for now, that's what I have for you. And as always, I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining us this week on the Gen X Career Show. Make sure to visit our website, yourgenxcareer.com. And while you're there, grab your free dream job discovery list, a curated collection of over 20 job titles to spark your imagination, ignite your passion, and move you one step closer to work you truly enjoy.